Hello, everyone. You're listening to The Michael Amade Show, episode 431, Why Everyone Loves Criticizing Singers. In the last 20 years or so, one of the most fascinating things that's happened in our culture has been the rise of these performance contest shows, things like American Idol, X Factor, um, you know, any of those things, right? America's Got Talent, Britain's Got Talent, any of those. It's been really fascinating because they're massive and they've gone to many, many, many countries and they have tons of viewers all of the time. And of course, people love art. They love seeing uh, singing, the lip-sync performance and all that, but I don't really think this is all about the art. I think this shows us something a little bit more interesting about our own psychology. I think we like criticizing singers. I think we like being put in the judgment chair. And it's not from a negative place specifically, but I think it's feeding a need in all of us to, um, to, to kind of feel powerful in that situation. So let's dig into that very quickly. And then I'm going to kind of pull a lesson out that might be able to be applied to you for your own life. I know it's something that's really influenced me. It's often said that a majority of people would rather die than speak to a large group of people. And even more so, probably would rather die than singing to a large group of people. I actually remember a specific event. I've been at several that have done this, but this one sticks out in my mind the most. That was a, uh, it was for a previous job years ago. And it was at a, a meeting for the whole company. And they stressed before we went on a break that if we returned late from break, the people coming in late would be forced to sing in front of everyone else. And I remember my, at the time my manager kind of jokingly, and I didn't mind, um, kind of manufacturing me being late so I would have to sing in front of everybody, um, which of course didn't mean anything to me. I was fine. I actually, I think it was the only moment that was those like two minutes that I was singing in front of everyone was probably the most enjoyable time I had that entire job, if I remember correctly. However, um, that being said, that was something that absolutely is mortifying for most people. How interesting is it then that we are so obsessed with shows where we get to sit there and watch other people doing the same thing and we get to watch them being judged and we get to judge them as well. Now, of course, there's something to be said for, you know, sitting in an audience and being able to enjoy something that's entertaining. I'm not going to call that down. I can't really call this art. It seems much more like karaoke to me, especially when we're talking about things like American Idol and all that. But I, I think there's the deeper thing here is not that we like to sit there and be judgmental. I think we like to feel not vulnerable. The reason I believe so many people are afraid of singing in public is that there's this sense, this feeling that your singing voice is much more personal than your speaking voice in a lot of ways, to the point where a lot of people who don't think they can sing will hardly ever sing. Maybe they share it for their children, their babies when they're growing up. But that's it. And they don't really understand the gift that is their voice. They don't really understand that they could sing. In fact, from the position of someone who does sing quite a bit, you don't know what it feels like to really sing. And when you do, and when you finally sing, and you can feel the melody in your lungs and the spirit starts to fill your body, you wish everyone could experience that. And the people who are afraid of singing, you, you just can't even get it because it's worth it. You felt that feeling and you know how good it feels. But I digress. I think the reason we like to sit there and judge it because it helps us feel not 
vulnerable as opposed to the ultimate vulnerability of singing in front of others. When we're in front of others, we're singular and we're able to be judged harshly. Maybe even goes back to our tribal instincts where, you know, it's easier to kick us out of the tribe, kick us out of society if we're singled out. But if we're part of the crew, if we're part of the group, and we're all, you know, judging a singular person, well, we're safer, right? So I think we're feeling quite a bit of this. Second of all, I think people do live vicariously. They wish they could be up there, but they would never step out and do it because of the lack of confidence. For me, I think the lesson to draw from this is more this lesson, that the people who are up there on stage singing, performing, are actually living on the bleeding edge of their experience. They're expanding into the world. They're doing something that maybe they have never really done before, at least on that level. That's a pretty big level, let's be honest. And while other people might sit there and criticize them, ultimately, it's the people on stage, even the terrible ones, William Hung comes to mind, even the terrible ones are still stretching the experience. They're actually living deeper and expanding the world, whereas the rest of us are sitting there just trying to consciously make judgments about the world and nothing changes. So what I suggest is when we feel the fear of stepping out of our comfort zone and doing something new, that that's exactly what we need to be considering. And we exactly need to be doing that thing because it is our spirit kind of signaling to us that expansion is near. And when we feel like the best thing for us to do is hang back and judge everyone, then that is the old consciousness saying, no, wait, just stop, just stop, sit back, sit back and watch the world go by. The decision is this, do you want to watch the world go by or do you want to create something that's never been created before? Hopefully your life. Because to me, being a category of one, being a singular person doing something different than has been done is kind of something I aspire to. So at any rate, this gets kind of meta real quick, I think. But what I would say is this. It's, uh, it's always better to be the one who steps forward to create something new or to, or to expand the experience of the world than it is to sit there and just experience it and be a spectator. This leads me to a quote that I absolutely love, which I'll close with. This quote is from President, ex-president at the time, but President Teddy Roosevelt on April 23rd, 1910 in Paris. This was said by President Teddy Roosevelt um, after he had left office, April 23rd, 1910 in Paris. And he predicated the famous quote with this. The poorest way to face life is to face it with a sneer. A cynical habit of thought and speech, a readiness to criticize work which the critic himself never tries to perform, an intellectual aloofness which will not accept contact with life's realities. All of these are marks, not of superiority, but of weakness. And then he said this, It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, 
who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory or defeat. And that, ladies and gentlemen, I believe is the lesson of the day. Don't be lukewarm. Don't be timid. Step out into the arena. Let everyone else judge. And dare something worthy. If you would like to send me a message, you can. MichaelAmade.com. Just go to the contact form. It's a good way to get me. If you find yourself being creative with poetry, uh, lyrics, short fiction, or just by listening to them. Consider listening to my radio show or calling in. It's a great community. World Poetry Open Mic. We broadcast every Friday at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can find us at worldpoetryopenmic.net. But for this podcast, the next episode will be tomorrow. So until then, keep living authentically and keep living creatively. Thank you.